coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they are filled with sunshine. Woo. Wow. The review, the review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, in regards to the government and the media, they are filled with dark clouds. Get it? Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I don't know. I'm asking the same question. Like, I don't know. Why do I have a chef? Okay. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about literally about living life as a Christian, going through that process. Now, we're going to be praying for Lisa, Eric's wife. She's uh, at the uh, ER, and they're working on her. And we want to have these kind of petitions, these kind of attitudes, where we come before the Lord and seek his help. Here's the question I want to ask you. Ready? What strategy do we use when we're down? What strategy do we use when we're feeling kind of down and Kind of blue. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. That's just sad. Just give us a call at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now, when you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got this is just exactly in line with what we're talking about. When you talk to Dynamite D, it's like finding a friend when you're feeling down. That's very important. That is so important. It is very, very difficult. Nay, I even say, nay, if it is impossible to do Christianity by yourself. Can't do it. First of all, you can't love your neighbor. Because if you're all by yourself, you're already, you're already missing half the commands right there. Wow, that was fast. You got to do this with one another, supporting one another, loving one another, carrying one another's burdens, or it ain't right. And so we want to do it as right as we can, the best we can. We recognize it's all dependent on the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the work that he's done for us, the redemption that he's done for us. We are not weirding out and saying, these good works, this is what saves us. No, they don't. But these good works are a result of being saved, and therein lies the big difference. 
So what we're doing is we're saying, hey, let's do this with one another. Let's take care of one another. You might want to text us, by the way. You know you can text us. Maybe you've got a prayer request. Let's do it because we're going to be praying. Let Maybe you got a praise report, something the Lord has done. It's fabulous. It's fantastic. It's really been a blessing. You want to share it? Don't hesitate. Here's how you can also, besides calls, you can text us. During the show, yeah, live, 214-210-8483, Additionally, you can send us an email, david at org. During the show, live, we do our best. I mean, it's a cheap Chromebook, it's 19 cents, but hey, it works. I get the emails, I get all the emails. The weird emails. But I get them. And the bottom line is you can email during the show. Hey, no problem. And also, I just want to remind you about the website. I want to send you up to the website. A couple things to tell you on the website. On the website is a place for you to say, you know, I got a prayer request. I just really don't want to bring it on the radio live. I just want people praying for me. There's a form. It's free. Free. <laughs> You can just go to it, fill it out. We'll pray for you. No problems. There's also a place to give. We think that's great. If you don't know what the website is, he must increase.org. Now, wait, before we go there, before we go there, we want you to give, but we want you to give to your home church first. We think that's important that you take care of home base. Unless the Lord puts it on your heart specifically, you take care of home first. That's our commitment. We want you to be blessed where you're fellowshipping, Okay. If the Lord puts it on your heart to do it differently or go about it differently, that's between you and the Lord. That's not us in that at all. But what we say is just learn to be a giver and a cheerful giver because a reluctant giver does not impress God. There won't be anything good that comes of that because the Lord if not impresseth with that. Get it? All right. Check all this stuff out plus tons more on hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemosincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to shoot the power of rockets of our prayer right up to the Lord. You like that? While being grateful for our radio program. That is excellent. See why he's the great add-on? Right there. Right there. Get that? Instead of A minus, it's A plus. See? Ah! Although that's assuming I'm an A. Uh, well, he can stand for a lot of things, so let's move on. Let's pray about uh, these people that are hurting. And Lisa's one of them. She's Sarah's wife. You know what? That's important. That's our brother. That's our sister. And we care. And we want to pray for Rosalind. We want to pray for Gary and for Mary and for Ace. Let's do it. Combine your faith with mine. With one ounce, one ounce, one ounce, one ounce, one ounce. And everywhere you got all these ounces, then we'll have multiple ounces of faith. Let's do it. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you first and foremost because you are awesome. You are fantastic. Your wisdom exceeds us every moment. And your goodness is beyond us. We are not good enough. We are not deserved of the good that you pour into our lives. And we're just so thankful to you. We appreciate everything you're doing, everything you have done, and everything you will do. 
And we lift up these people to you. We lift up Rosalind to you and ask you just to accelerate that healing that's going on in her life. We, we lift up Gary to you, and we ask you to touch his physical body by the power of the Holy Spirit. We lift up Lisa to you, who's going through a new thing, Lord. We ask you just to break the power of this sickness in her life, and in the name of Jesus, let her rise up. Let her know she's being prayed for and let the power of the Spirit help her. We pray for our brother Ace that you would just refresh him and he would know the power and the freshness that comes from you, Lord. And all the other people in our audience, we love them, Lord. We want you to bless them, Lord. We want you to encourage them, Lord. We want you to heal them, Lord. And we'll keep asking because we'll be as annoying as we can because we need your hand in this stuff. We can't do it. But you can. We ask you to heal these people. Touch their lives by the power of your Holy Spirit through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ and through the stripes of Jesus Christ. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, we are off and rolling. Are we not? Yes, we are. We are off and rolling. Here we go. All right, we are in Matthew. For those who do not know, it's a very interesting segment in Matthew. We've got to—it's uh, really funny because we're talking about healing, but we're in a place where we're going to talk about the sickness of sin. And this is Matthew chapter 9, and we are in verse 12. It says this. Now, when he heard this, he said, It is not those who are well who need a doctor, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I didn't come to call the righteous— but sinners. Now, this is right after Jesus. It turns out where Jesus, he had went by Matthew's little toll booth, little little area, and he said, you know, come follow me. And Matthew's like, all right, I'll follow you. Eh, why not? And so he, he goes all in. It's exactly how I got in the face, so don't get too weird on it. And it's like people were mad at Jesus because it's like he's eating with tax collectors and sinners. And we talked about that uh, not last week. Uh, but the week before. And so now Jesus hears that, and when he heard it, he responds. For all those people that think that Jesus didn't respond, you'd be wrong. He heard something, it was wrong, he said something. Verse 12. Now when he heard this, he said, it's not those who are well who need a doctor, but those who are sick. Now let's understand something very important, especially for maturity's sake. Jesus tells people that he is there to help those who are sick. So there's a little confusion that surrounds this. So let's make it just as clear as we can. He's not talking about those who are sick from sin. Wait, wait. Because that's everybody. He's talking about those who can recognize that they are sick from sin. Did you, you hear that difference? I want to make sure you caught that because if you don't, you're going to really be like, I don't get it. He's not talking about people who are just sick from sin. That's everybody. He's talking about those who can recognize they're sick from sin. That is the difference. In other words, he's not dealing with people who are in denial about their iniquities. He's dealing with people who are being honest about it. And so he says it's not those who are well who need a doctor, but those who are sick. Because those people who are well think they're well. They're self-righteous people. They don't think they have any sickness. They're just perfect. Guess what? Everybody's sick. But Jesus is there to help the people that recognize. Just go back to the Sermon on the Mount when you see that in the very beginning it talks about people that recognize the poorness of their spiritual capacities. And so he says go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. 
For I didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners. He's not calling them righteous. He's calling them self-professed, self-evolved, self-aggrandizing righteous, which doesn't count. He ain't there to help them because they don't think they need any help. So I guess they just wouldn't get help from Jesus. Jesus is like, all right, you're on your own there. Let me let me know how that pans out for you. <laughs> the answer is going to be not too well. That's how the answer is going to be. That's what he means when he says, I didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners self-professed righteous. But people who can recognize their sin. This is one of the things that we do say on the show. It's very important. You really learn this from King David. It's such a great, great lesson. When the Lord confronts you, eat the pie. Eat the humble pie. Take a big old slice, put it in your mouth, and go, yes, I am guilty. When David was confronted by Nathan, and Nathan goes, thou art the man, David goes, yes, I am. When Saul was confronted with his sin, he was like, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not, I'm fine. I'm okay. See that difference? One king God really appreciated. One king, not so much. That's the thing. And so when you get into this position and the Holy Spirit's bringing conviction on you, your conscience is talking to you, something's being pricked in your brain, and you're like, hey, 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 just go, yes, Lord, and humble yourself and let him do the exalting. That's the key. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. AAM Radio Show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. With his special guest today, focus on the family trauma specialist, Tim Sanford. People, as they try to sort this out, they, they, they go through this, uh, they, they go through maybe a litany or a list in their mind and try to evaluate, well, you know, is this this and is this this? And, and what you said right there is the key, that the core of our strength, the core of our ability to, to go on yet for another day in the midst of what we would consider to be uh, chaos, both uh, socially, politically, and, and in other realms, is the Lord. I mean, the Lord gives us the ability. I mean, until he blows that trumpet, we are not done. 
Exactly, and that's where we come back to people ask me, well, again, the why, why, why questions that people all across the U.S. are asking. And my best theological accurate answer I can give them is, I don't know. I don't stop there. That is an accurate answer. I finished my answer then by saying, here's what I do know. I know that God is still on his throne. I know that God knew what was going on. I don't know why he, no, I don't know why that. Here's what I do know. God is still a loving God. He still is in charge. Here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, as we get ready for our first trivia question. And I'm telling you now, not the easiest one. But I will tell you, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a hint. i got to do it up ahead of time that the answer is found in the Gospel of John. To whom did Jesus say, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? To whom did Jesus say, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? To whom did Jesus say that too? If you think you know, 972-445-0770. It's a tough one. 214-210-8483 is the text. And then David at he must org would be the email. In the meantime, we will do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. I can't sing as good as D, but the point of the matter is <laughs> simply this. you got to just spend time with the Lord. You have to. I mean, you just have to. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words, no matter what happens, no matter how ridiculous. And I promise you, ridiculous is coming. Because you, you, you hear, here's a prophetic word. I am now going to prophesy from the Lord. Weird stuff is coming. Thank you. I will be 100% accurate, so you don't have to worry about it. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means other people matter, right? I mean, there was an old movie, uh, OPM, Other People's Money, with, they, they did like ages ago uh, with uh, Danny DeVito. Was in a story, well, OPM should be Other People Matter, not Other People's Money, okay? All right, so just think of it that way, OPM. Other people matter. There you go. Uh, back to the trivia question. I never said it was easy, right? This is a tough one. I'll give you a little hint. It's uh, somewhere between chapter 6 and 12 in the Gospel of John. Does that help? Okay, between 9 and 12. <laughs> What's the initial of the person? Uh, okay. Uh, I will give you that. They have uh, the, the initials are they have them in plain and peanut. I think I know who it is. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> plain and peanut, and then uh, they sometimes they do the 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 peanut butter. I like that too. Oh yeah, my doctor's mad at me. By the way, we'll talk about that 
later. We'll talk about that on Friday since I'm going to see him on Friday. All of my blood work came back stellar, especially my cholesterol, stellar. But there's one area he's like, not stellar. So we're going to have a little discussion. No more sloppy joes. I'm going to be more like normal brownies. That's <laughs> going to be what it's going to be. Uh, back to the trivia question. Uh, initials are the same thing as the candy that has plain and then peanuts. Uh, you guys should be able to get that. To, to whom did Jesus say, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? Now, who do you say that to? An individual, by the way. All right. So while you guys are processing through that, don't forget to be praying for our audience. That's a requirement that we ask of everybody. We just think it's a good idea. And then uh, don't forget to be praying for your neighbor. How well do you know your neighbor? You might have a great relationship. God bless you. Other people have struggled getting to know their neighbor, and we understand that. But let's you know work on praying for our neighbors, caring about those kind of people. Okay? There you go. Uh, no, I... I, I I, I feel like the, the hint might have thrown some people off a little. So the second part of the name is not the candy. The first, it's the, okay. okay. It's John chapter 11. Okay, there you go. I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, let's go back to what Jesus said. Now, when Jesus heard this, he said, it's not those who are well who need a doctor, but those who are sick. So if you didn't hear this, I'd really appreciate you guys going back and listening through the podcast go and learn what this means i desire mercy and not sacrifice for i did not call come to call the righteous but sinners so what does that mean jesus is saying i desire mercy not sacrifice what he's communicating is the purpose of what the purpose of the law is the depth of the law is not the fulfillment of sacrificial obligation as much as the spirit of the law crying out for godly righteousness not fake righteousness, not, you know, you know, putting on the hupocrites, putting on the mask, just real, sincere, honest righteousness. And that's what he's talking about. So I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I'm trying to get people to understand that people, this is something that you have to come before the Lord, yield, and ask for help. We just talked about eating the pie, eating the humble pie when the Lord confronts you. And that's a very important element because Christians get stuck in the process of, you know, a works-oriented mindset, you have to understand what's really going on. The Lord is telling you, I desire mercy, not service. He wants to pour mercy out on people, but they have to recognize they need help. The greatest thing that you could ever do when you're struggling with a sin, especially a besetting sin, I just want to say this. If you're struggling with a besetting sin, everybody struggles with, if you say besetting sin, whatever sin comes to your mind, that's the one. Okay, so I don't have to know. I just know how it operates with people. Got somebody on the line for Okay, we'll get to them in a second. So here's what it is. Here's what I want you to catch, okay? You don't take that besetting sin and try to hide it. Guess what? God knows. You take that besetting sin, you bring it to him, and you go, help me. I need your mercy. I need your deliverance. I need your freedom. I need your strength. I know I'm redeemed in Christ. I know I can overcome it, but I'm struggling. Help me. That's what it means when he says, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. He's talking about being real about the whole thing, laying it out, being before the Lord, recognizing it. You get that? That's so powerful. Ooh, okay. Uh, we do have somebody ready to answer a trivia question, so let's send them on through. Uh, knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. It's Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How you doing? 
I'm fine. You doing all right today? Do, doing all right. Although I did get my 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 blood meds, and uh, <laughs> let's say I'm Friday, I'm going to reveal my sinfulness. How about that? That's a good way to uh. say it. <laughs> But we'll talk about that later. But I'm doing pretty good. All right. This is a tough question. We had a lot of people get the wrong answer. So I'm going to see if we can get you to it. And I bet you probably will. To whom did Jesus say, did I did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? I'm just guessing. Is it Mary Magdalene? No, but that's an excellent guess. Okay. But this person's name also starts with an M. She had a brother, but it's not the same as the one sister. It's not the Mary one. So who's the other one? Oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> it would be, it would be, if it's not Lazarus, Mary, and... Martha? Yes! That's it! There you go. <laughs> no, no, Dave. I thought you said it started with a P. No, an M. You see, M and M, not a P. Why'd you say a P? I did not say a P. Did I say a P? No, I, I thought I said an M. Anyway, it's an M. It's Martha. It was Martha that he said that to when he came in to raise Lazarus from the dead. That's why it's John 11. And oh, it's, okay. And okay. He's, like, he's like, didn't I tell you you'd see the glory of God? How'd you miss this? And she was like, well, he's dead. <laughs> well, I knew okay, you'd get well, there. Good thank job. Thank you, and you have a good afternoon. All right. God bless you. Bye-bye. All, right. All right. So now, so now, in the future for everybody. Now, I don't think I said P, but if I did, I, I meant M. You're killing me. Uh, to whom did Jesus say, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? He said it to Martha. Because she didn't believe. What she didn't believe. She Now, look at She believed in Jesus. Let me just point this out. This is a worthwhile point to make. She believed in Jesus, just like you and I. We believe in Jesus, right? But there are moments where we don't believe in the glory that Jesus holds. Not that we don't believe him as Lord and Savior, but we don't give ourselves over to him, believing fully that what he has said he is able to do. And there is that struggle within, and that's the struggle between the old you and the new you, which is why you got to walk in the born-again you. Not the old you. Okay? All right. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770. True Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This is really important stuff, so I don't want to, by any means, fail to communicate it. So I'm going to kind of run it back through so you can follow it and just pick up on a point or two. Uh, As they rode, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? Uh, You can, Philip answered, if you believe with all your heart. And the eunuch replied, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he can, right? So he ordered the carriage to stop, and they went down to the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. And I want to just this, is, and then I got one more point. That's why I split it up this way. Here's the thing, and I know it's ridiculous to say, but I'm going to say it to you, and it's important for you to recognize. There's a lot of trials going on right now in the world, in your life, in your family, in different people's lives. I understand it happens for me too, 
Okay, I got a daughter who's you know, going through the mill. I got a son who's recovering from COVID. You know, you've got all these things going on, and people that we love having a hard time going through the up and the down. And you know, there's there's a lot of that stuff going on. I understand, but there is another part of me that also understands this text. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Why was he rejoicing? Because he's saved. That's why. And all the stuff that we go through, it's a drag. It's like, but there is coming this moment where the fullness of the redemption of the salvation that's been granted to us by grace, received by faith from the Father, through the Son, and by the Holy Spirit, we're going to get the fullness of that. We'll be dancing on streets of gold. There won't be any more pain. There won't be any more sorrow. There won't be any more memory of all of the ridiculousness, and it will be awesome. And if that's not a reason to rejoice, then we have lost our minds. We're going through a difficult spot, and not every spot's difficult, let's at least be honest. But if you're going through it for 60, 70, 80, 90, or 100 years, it has its moments. But there is a salvation that is eternal, that doesn't have a limit to the number. And this is, and I'll still say that what what Rick Warren wrote in the Purpose Driven Life, that first page is the best page of the entire book. You know, your your life is like a one-sixteenth or one-thirty-second of an inch on a hundred-mile-long piece of tape. That's what this life is. And it's important for us to understand that we have a cause for rejoicing. And for all of the pain and the sorrow, there's nobody that ought to rejoice more than us. The David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM Garland Dallas Fort Worth